0: Brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of The Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple, and of course, wherever you get your podcast from. Well, welcome into your Thursday morning, the 12th of January for 2023. If this was your first week back after the break, uh, not too far away from heading into another week, weekend after we get our thursday knocked off and over the break there was lots of people traveling into perth western australia for catch up with friends and family because last year of course it was a different story it was all in lockdown and staying with perth coming up we're going to be talking with gavin higney And looking at Western Australian property through the time tunnel as we head back to August of last year. And at that time, we were talking about the quick turnaround times for property selling, as well as Sydney buyers looking at new house packages. So that is all on the way, coming up next. Also tomorrow, we've got your mortgage talk back, this time coming up with Anthony Landau from Equilibria Finance. If you're celebrating your birthday today for January the 12th, uh, happy birthday. Got a few celebs celebrating with you. Howard Stern, the shock jock radio man, he's turning 68 years old. Jeff Bezos is turning 58 today, thought he was a little bit older than that. And Toto Wolff, now if you've been watching the F1 series on Netflix, you will know who he is. He's in charge of the Mercedes team. And... And likewise, he is only turning 50 today. Informing you every morning from 6.30 with the latest real estate property news seven days a week, only on The Real Estate Breakfast. It's the Main Centre forecast with PRD selling smarter every day. All right, let's check on your weather around Australia on our Thursday morning. First we go to Sydney, expecting cloudy skies. A little bit of wind around today with 27 as your forecast high. Melbourne expecting partly cloudy but fine periods with a high of 27. In Brisbane, good morning to you. Mostly sunshine today. Your top of 29. And in Perth, bluer than blue skies. Expect a high today of 30 degrees. We are just as addicted to property as you are. Every weekday morning from 6.30. So let's travel back in time to August of last year as the summer series of real estate continues and it was at a time that not all property around Australia was experiencing gloomy downturns in property prices. In fact, some areas were holding their ground and saying, no, I don't want to go backwards. And particularly in Perth, the median selling time there was just seven days and at the time we spoke to property commentator Gavin
1: Higney. Thank you Craig, it's great to be with you.
0: And it seems it's all happening in Perth, the spot to be if you want your property sold quickly and without a
1: fuss, seven days. Some areas are actually really still red hot in demand in Perth and it's not happening across the board but the areas that are really in demand tend to be the lower end of the market and they are selling really quickly.
0: What has been happening in Perth from where you sit over the last couple of months with everything that is going
1: on? We've got a very, very tight rental market, as is is the case in many parts of Australia. Our our vacancy rates, somewhere around about 1% and our rents are rising very strongly. So that's pushing tenants into the market, along with investors actually getting, for the first time, some reasonable yields on their their purchase. And Perth prices, the the average yield is around about 4.4% growth. So it's about the second highest in Australia. So very strong yielding. And what's happened though is we're having a, a real patchy boom. So we've seen areas like Cottesloe just leapfrog, top end of the market, leapfrog two, three, four hundred thousand dollars in each sale, and just all of a sudden put on somewhere between fifteen and twenty percent in a very short period of time that then has a knock-on effect to other markets. And now it's hitting the lower end of the market. And some sectors like, you know, the Kingsleys of this world, which are just average type areas, well-located, built in the sort of the 80s and 90s, but they're around median house price or slightly above. They are really being bought up really strongly and there's buyers waiting for those properties. And you're anticipating
0: a recession I saw within the next 18 months, but you are predicting Perth property prices would fare a great deal better than the eastern states. So tell us a little bit more about your thinking in that respect for
1: Perth. Yeah, well, I mean, Perth went into the GFC at the equal highest housing prices in Australia. They were equal to the Sydney median at that stage, which is around $500,000. So hence, we went into about six or seven years of real financial pain after that because we were well and truly overvalued after the commodities and resources boom that we had in in the late 2000s. Longer term, Perth should be somewhere around about the fourth highest. It tends to sit in that sort of level. Now, to get back to fourth highest from where we are at the moment, we need an increase in value of just over twenty percent just to get back into fourth place, which is what they call a reversion to mean. So we go into this downturn. When I say downturn, doubling of interest rates doubles the cost of housing and decreases borrowing capacity significantly for for all buyers or all owners. And so, therefore, it has to have a detrimental effect on prices over the time. We've seen this happen two or three times before. We'll probably. it happen again. But Perth housing prices at the moment, if you look at the reserve bank formulas and you put in the stats into the reserve bank formulas, uh, it shows Perth housing prices currently about 10% undervalued. Looks good at the moment. And as we enter into this sort of rising cost of real estate in all areas of Australia because of interest rates.
0: Yeah. Well, people have to adapt. It doesn't matter which state that they're in. They've got to adapt
1: to the current
0: market. So what should people be thinking about in Perth right now?
1: Yeah, well, I suppose it's it's like any situation where you've got rising interest rates, you know, look at your finance and that's always your risk management tool. So, are you with one bank? If you've got multiple properties, can you be with multiple banks? Because when times get tougher in the economy, banks get scared and they change their policies. And sometimes if one bank changes their policies, you could be suffering as a result of that, whereas another bank may not. So, I always say to people, try and have at least two banks and don't have your properties cross collateralized between the two. So, have have them as standalone facilities if you can. It's not a time to be overweight in property, although you still got to buy the right thing. Now, one of the things I've noticed, Craig, is that at the moment, about 25% of the properties sold in new housing areas in Perth are from investors coming out of Sydney. The really interesting thing about that is that often value is spotted outside of the state rather than in the state, and the locals are usually caught napping and the last ones to see it. But the timing's quite good but perhaps the type of property they're buying is not the best. So look at the opportunity to get the right sort of property if you're investing, and also look at the opportunity to get the right sort of property for a homeowner occupier. Because I know we hear about superannuation all the time, and that's so important, but you've only got one principal residence, which is capital gains tax-free. Make it a good one, make it a really good one, and that can set you up for retirement. I'd argue it's more important to get a good one of those than even your superannuation, because that will set you up financially. So position yourself for the right sort of property and it's always about not so much about what you pay but what you buy make sure you're owning the right thing in the years ahead. Yeah that's the key is owning, owning the right
0: thing. Now you mentioned Kingsley as one of the areas that is performing well another area is Woodvale in terms of value for money
1: with good buying so tell us a little bit about those areas a little bit more in detail. Yeah, well, uh, Perth has a spine running north and south, which is a freeway and a train line. And Woodvale sits in the northern suburbs, uh, about uh, 20 kilometres from the, from the CBD. Really well developed area, housing uh, and really well serviced with schools and shops and everything else. And it sits on the spine that transport spine back into the CBD. But interestingly, and I know we always always look at what are the next hot areas, etc. But Woodvale and Kingsley at the moment, you're buying a, a substantial brick and tile home, might be a four bedroom home, on a big block in a in a really nice residential area. You're buying it at probably one to two hundred thousand dollars more than the median price in Perth. So you kind of you know a slightly above average price, but a well above average property. And you're buying in those properties, you're buying probably 70% land value. Now, it's always your land that drives in growth and your buildings that tend to depreciate other than going through a building boom, which we're going through at the moment. But if you've got an asset which is sort of 70% land value, it's a very strong driver of growth and it's well-serviced, you just got to let time do the work and that sort of thing. Very different if you're holding a property where you've got perhaps 30 or 40% land value and a large percentage of the value tied up in the buildings, as the buildings tend to depreciate at about 2% a year. So that's what I mean. If you can hold the right sort of asset, um, very strong rents in those areas, very strong demand for rental properties, and it is buying is waiting to get in there it's a very affordable area to get into but a very i wouldn't say it up market but it's better than certainly better than average in perth
0: and just before i let you go gavin uh, some are forecasting wa's strong market conditions are going to last for some time largely fueled by the state's strong economy
1: Yeah, well, it's going to be really interesting to see because when we had the economy firing on all cylinders before, we had very strong international migration into Australia, into into sorry, into Western Australia, and then we stopped our international students. We've only just the state governments just allocated just over forty million dollars to attract international students again, so we're back in that game. And on top of that, we are in a position where, as the migration moves in, if we've got the jobs, people move for work, weather weddings, or you could argue wellness as well. Well, we've certainly got the jobs and the high paying jobs. So that's going to be on the radar screens of migration. So I expect as migration picks up in Australia, and it was the biggest business prior to the pandemic, as migration picks up in Australia and Perth standing in good stead, I think we'll see probably above average numbers of people coming into Perth, which just could be the X factor that drives Perth a bit longer than otherwise would have been driven. Good
0: on you, Gavin. Well, thank you for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning. Enjoy your day there in Perth and we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Craig. It's been fantastic. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia, the Real Estate Podcast.